for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games meeting. Bye, much thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join us in future conversations with us, you can head over to our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on the those podcast services be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review if you're watching us on youtube be sure to like subscribe with comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially you can by heading over to patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store because the say shop we can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it happy father's day max you big old mother father yeah you too you too thanks how, how was your day? Your My day, day was... Uh, it started, interestingly, but then it ended... It, sta- it started sad, and then went well, and then went, and then great. So I woke oh, up, good. and then I was like, oh, let's just kick it right into the fucking depressors at the start. All right, ready? Three, two, one, let's go. It was like, I realized this is the first Father's Day I've woken up by myself. And I was like, oh, that's fucking sad. And I was sad about that. And then I uh, realized that the Taylor Hawkins Memorial concert was, was uh, last night. So mm-hmm. I saw, well, I watched a little bit of that as well, and I just fucking bawled my eyes out. I don't know, like, why specifically the Taylor Hawkins stuff hit me, but it did. Um, is like, his son was drumming? Well, no, no, I mean, like, originally, like, when he when he announced he passed, uh, it really hit me. Uh, but then watching it again last last night, and then, like, they do all this stuff, and Dave Chappelle comes out and tells this wonderful story about, his, about meeting Taylor and his son. And then, of course, it ends with him playing My Hero, which... And he's just drumming as fucking hard as his dad, and it was just amazing. Uh, and then my son came around, um, he gave me this lovely bag of goodies, um, this beautifully hand-drawn birthday, uh, birthday card, Father's Day card, and it's like the second I looked at it, I just started bawling all over again. Um, yeah, I, 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 I loved it. It's exactly what I needed um, right now. You know, as I said, my, my brain's been pretty mean to me as of late, and um, yeah, it's, it's great. When I get to hang out with my son, I don't feel any of it. Like, I feel mm. good complete um so today you know there's a big there's a big in uh, indoor pool near my house and uh every time we drive past it to take him back to his mum's, uh he goes let's go to the pool I'm like i'm driving you home bud i can't we can't go right and he's like no but then so he came because he came to my house on uh, friday night and then yesterday i worked a wrestling show uh and then i had him back this morning so because he was able to know that there was the X amount of time between coming to my place, he's like, can we go to the pool Sunday? I'm like, yeah, so we're going to the pool. And then we play, you know, we paid, you know, 10 bucks for two of us for all the piss we could drink. It was, uh, it was great. So my, my son, a, a big part of obviously two and a, two and a bit years of COVID restrictions and, uh, et cetera. He never really has done swimming lessons or done any sort of swimming. So 
it was actually really fun. It was just sort of like teaching him the the basics of how to swim and just sort of getting him comfortable in the water. And it was a really, really good bonding experience. It was awesome. Um, yeah, then we had Maccas and then we came back here and we played games for a little bit and that took him home. It was an awesome, awesome day. And he made me brownies. So I had some brownies for dessert after my dinner tonight made by my son and they were awesome. I could feel the, the sugar burning my teeth. Um, it was amazing. How was your no, dad? How was your daddy day? Yeah, it was pretty chill. <clears throat> I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hadley came in and woke me up with a card, and they um she made she made scones for me this afternoon. So that was I, I'm like all sconed out. I had like three scones with jam and cream, and Ooh. like wrecked. <laughs> Had a nap on the couch. Love it. <laughs> well, look, that's the, that's the most dad thing you could ever done. Eat until you can't stay awake anymore and die on the couch. That is the daddest thing you could have done. It was a pretty chill day. Yeah. Which but, was good. Yeah. What I needed. That's good. Yeah. And that's one of those things. It's it's good. Uh, oh, Shane, I'm here lurking while I while I see you. No worries, Shane. Anyone's welcome to come and watch the show and lurk and, have, and just listen to our not-so-dulcet tones as we talk about PlayStation and dads and, and all the things that we usually non- nonsense about. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. So, like, I, I, I'm all, like, body hurt from working the wrestling show yesterday. Like, my hips, my hip joints and my whole hip area and, like, my, my lower abs suck. It's from lifting shit I probably probably incorrectly. So I went to the... Uh, going to the pool, awesome. But then because I pulled for, like, three hours with my kid, all the rest of my body now hurts as equally. So I'm like, right, I'm going to sleep just fine. I'm going to sleep like shit. I'm going to take some Valium and go to bed. <laughs> Once we're done here, I think it's probably the right idea. <laughs> but other than that, what's, what's been happening this week? Anything of note? Not really. It's just been, it's just been a week, I think. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. House update. Yay! <laughs> for, for those playing at home. Huh. For those playing at home, we are now in the lockup stage. So my house now looks like a house from the outside. It's got windows, it it's got bricks. Don't have doors, which is really weird because like they're like, oh, we can lock your house up. How? There's no fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> They've uh, just got right. glad wrap around the front of it, so if someone walks into it, they'll just. It's just, spi- it's just a couple now, of so spiderwebs. Everyone walking goes ah. So there, um, we spoke to we spoke to the uh, the builder, the the, the the site manager, and he's like, we should have you in for the final inspection in about thirteen weeks' time, which is right at the start of December. So hopefully everything's good. We can be in before Christmas. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's it's, it's it's exciting. It's now it's nice to finally see something happening after like what feels like three years. It has it's been, it has been a very long time for your house, <laughs> we, and I'm very happy that you're finally we start, we getting start, some momentum. Yeah, it's just, it's get, we're getting there. We're getting there. You are, which is which is absolutely great. But other than that, nothing much happened this week. It's just a pretty chill week. Yeah, nice. But um. Mum's coming down tomorrow, so I'm going to be playing like no games for the next week and a half. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. Well, there's not a, there's not a whole lot that we. Uh, you'll, be, like, you'll be like, what did you play this week? I'm like, life. I played life yeah. this week. <laughs> the game of life? No, no, not even the good, not even the board game game of life. I played the sleeping game. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of you, of mum being around, just catching up on the sleeps. But, yeah, look, yeah. it's the thing. I don't think I did anything exciting this week from memory. No. One thing we did do, though, speaking of playing games and things that are exciting, our review of The Last of Us Part 1 went up. 
yeah, so a big thank you, PlayStation Australia. They provided us the review code for The Last of Us Part 1. And uh, we did pop that video up uh, on... Shit, what day was it? Thursday? Thursday morning. Thursday morning. It's up there. Tens of people have seen it. Thank you to you tens of people. Appreciate it. But yeah, no, it's, it's, look, it's, you can go check out the video if, the, if you'd like, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, great game is still great, go, it, it, now it looks even better, it play, it looks better, it runs better, uh, is it worth the money, which seems to be the, the greater debate around this title for some reason, which is incredibly subjective, uh, if you really love the game, yes, if you're mixed on the game, probably not, are you interested in, are, are you interested in the game at all, you're not interested in the game at all, then don't pay for it. That's it. There's your answer. Hi. It's one of those things. Yeah. Like you'll know if you want, if you, like you will know in your heart of hearts if you want to play this game. And if you do, then the price is whatever you want to pay for it, whatever you're okay to pay for it. It's a, uh, you know, there it is. But yeah, look, I said, like I said, the game's really great. I, I, what I'm finding now, we admittedly, we did say in the review as well that we hadn't finished it at the time of recording uh, because a lot of the stuff was locked off for us um you know like all the skins and everything that made part of the big selling point of the of the remake because it is a remake ladies, like people of the internet oh, just a fucking really shut your fucking face play it you will learn very quickly that it is a remake it is not a reskin it is not a remaster there are models that are completely redone there are scenes that are completely redone reshot new cameras to tell a better story everyone can eat an asshole um but yeah what was i gonna say I forgot what my thought process was Oh, no, no, in the chat makes a really good point. Uh, interesting. They haven't done a demo for the PlayStation sub, which I thought they, that they made a requirement for PlayStation five, assuming due to the fact that it's a remake because any title over us, I think it was $70 was required to have a playable demo. For I'm still yet to see that. Has that happened outside of the uh, trial? No, that's what it, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. So tiny Tina's has one. Rollerdrome has one that only runs for 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, t- like Saints Row. Was Saints Row's fucking that much and there's no demo for it. Yeah. So it's a game that came it, out recently. So once again, very similar to the old, the, the rules of the PS Plus back in the day. They're just making up as they go along. What was I talking about with the last one? Oh yeah. One of the things that, I, that, that I'm finding, it, it, it's actually making the game, the story better. When we're seeing those subtle nuances in the face, we're seeing the performances of, uh, of Troy Baker and, uh, Ashley Johnson, uh, even better again, which is that's for me, that is what's making this like a must play experience is that if you already love the story and you're now going to see it better, it's, you know, things are sharper. It's just, it's overall fucking so much better. Is there anything you want to add for those that may not have seen the review yet? Uh, no, you pretty much summed it up. Like you said, great game is still great. Um, I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can see how people have got it in their mind that the the $125 price point is rather steep considering the fact that from, obviously it was just remastered from PS3 to PS4, but you had that upgrade fee and it's, it's that weird line of where do you draw the line of the PS4 to PS5 upgrade that they've done in the past. Yes, this is a a remake not a remaster but it's it's one of those things of you know is it really 
does it really need to be that $125 price point? Obviously, it's not $125 everywhere. That's just for the PlayStation Store. Uh, most places retail have it significantly cheaper than that. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's... The devs have to be paid for the work that they've done, but as someone who doesn't make games, I don't know how much work went into this. A lot. Well, the answer is a lot. Like, obviously, the answer is obviously a lot because it's a remake, not a remaster. Yeah. They're not just, like you said, slapping a coat of paint on it and making it look prettier. Yeah, this isn't a HD texture pack or some shit. Like, this is quality work. <laughs> but yeah, it is It is a, a tough yeah. pill to swallow, especially in the in the economy that we're seeing at the moment. But, see, the thing- 100, 125 bucks is, is, is very... Uh, very steep because i think one of the, one of the one of the as we talk about this i don't think we talk about this in the in the review as much but when they're like oh man it's a cash grab yeah every game is a cash grab every business transaction fucking ever is a cash grab it's all about taking money out of your pocket and putting it in their own so using that as a uh as as a a, a term get out of here it's fucking useless is it self-indulgent? You goddamn right it is. Like, this is so incredibly self-indulgent because no one asked for it. They made it because they wanted to, and that's that. And it's like, well, I don't want to pay for it. Then don't. They made it for them. They didn't make it for you. And, like, you know, it's one of those weird things where, like, well, well then why make it? Because they want to. It's, you know, if video games want to be that artistic expression, then you need to acknowledge that, like, people can do it as an artistic expression. You know, that's like, like, why did someone make this painting? No, this painting's hideous. Yeah, but they made it because it's an artistic expression that they wanted to complete. You know, it's, it's, it's that difficult space. Uh, and this is something that was reiterated to me recently, and it made perfect sense, is the idea of, like, video games one of these weird pieces of art that is what is within this... Um, you know, it's very similar to like, like uh, I guess, like movies and stuff in that same sp- in that same space. It's where it's like you know, creating an artistic endeavor that is enti- that is almost inherently business and transactional, but then also has mm. the ability to go back and alter. Like books, you can't go back and alter. So like, there's no one's re- no one's remaking books. You know, movies get remade, but it's not quite the same. They're not taking the same movie and doing tweaks with it. Like it's either they make a completely new movie with new people, this or the other, or they add those tweaks. There's like not nothing else quite like how video games work in that space, and it's it's um it's fascinating. But uh, buddy in the chat does jump in and goes, no game is worth 125 dollars Australian. AU prices are wrought. No one should be buying digital games when AU discs can range from 69 to 99 from retailers. That is absolutely true. And that is, and I think that's part of the reason why there was that. Except for, except for all the people who bought a digital only console. Yeah, look, that 100 bucks they saved at launch, woo, not, not worth it now. Hey, mate. Um, but yes, it's one of those things where it's like, and I think this is part of why there was that lawsuit in the US, uh, not US, in the UK, UK, because they're like, well, you know, it's choking out the marketplace because no one else, you can't buy digital games anywhere else but the PSN. Like, well, yeah, okay. Like, that sucks. Don't buy them online. I mean, the same applies to the the, the Microsoft Store and the Nintendo Correct. Store. Correct. Like, Nintendo They're Store is disgusting. Good. Like, wh- you know, people want to bullshit complain about, you know, those stores. But the, the Nintendo games never go down in price. Now, even the trash ones, they still stay the same price. Also, speaking of, do you have Arceus, by the way? Mm, no. Fuck. I remember, I remember this little kick to like my son's. No, no, 
Pokemon, Nintendo Switch games hold their value really well. So when there's a new Switch game that I want, I trade in my old games and then I get the new ones essentially for yeah. nothing. Because See, and that's that added advantage of them never altering the price as they always hold their value. Um, let's see. MGB is in the chat. Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, only movie series that has been tweaked over time is Star Wars. And that, yeah, that didn't go well. Uh, but yeah, only saving grace series that you can you can get PS store gift cards from with Afterpay, but that's the closest we can get to getting Afterpay on a console. I never considered that because I don't use Afterpay. I'm very much in the belief of if I don't have the money up front, then I ain't doing it. Um, then that's probably, like, you know, cause like I, I, my ADHD brain is shit enough that I'll be like, ha it's only 30 bucks. And then two weeks later, I'm like, what the fuck's this 30 bucks for? Oh no. And then two weeks later, I'm like, oh no. And I'm fucked for a month, you know, two months. Um, but yeah, that's actually a really good way to look at it, I guess. That's also very dangerous. Leaving an afterpay store credit. Ooh, uh, and store credit. But yeah, we talked. About, it's, it's, the irony is, I just I just sat here and went, "Oh man, discussing prices of games is stupid." Proceeds to talk about gamings of price, gamings of ga- prices of games for a whole twenty minutes. What a prick, this guy. But anyway, yeah. So that's uh, we've already kind of started what games we've been playing, Max. Now, Max, you there was a game that you saw, and you're like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah. mate, oh, you're like I yeah, want to play this yeah. game." I'm like, let me let me pull it up. I gotta remember what it's bloody called. Oh, I, I remember. I, you know, I've got it covered, brother. In my mind. So, we saw this game on uh, on Keymailer, which is a for those <laughs> that don't know, it's a website that you can use to uh, enter, like, if you're a content creator, or a, a reviewer, or whatever, in this weird space that we live between. Also, I got some updates on that. Uh, yeah. So, like, Max is like, there's this game. It's called Path of Titans. It's uh, a dinosaur MMO. What? It sounds trash. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I said it's Ark, but you are the dinosaur. Yeah, it goes Ark, <laughs> but you are the dinosaur. Doesn't that sound mad? I'm like, it does not. And it's like, but I've already requested a key. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I played it. So yeah, so a code for Path of uh, Path of Titan came through this week. So big thank you to the development team. But uh, yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so. <clears throat> I downloaded it. When you when you when you kick off when you kick off the download, you get a choice of PlayStation Four or PS Five beta. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So obviously, I'm playing on a PS Five, so I downloaded the PS Five beta version. You open the game, and I, I believe we got some free in-game goodies. So I got one extra, one extra, uh, two extra dinosaurs, one herb, one herbivore, one carnivore. They they're both shit, regardless. <laughs> okay, so. Straight off the bat, just garbage dinosaur selection to begin with. Or or you can pay 60 bucks to unlock all the dinosaurs, I'm not, which is just crazy to me. So they're all locked behind premium currencies, and essentially it's $60 worth to buy enough premium currency to buy all the dinosaurs early. So I'm like, I don't really want to dive into like a some kind of crazy pvp world where some asshole is going to be paid to win and i'm just going to get eaten straight away i'm going to start my own world and i'm going to go through uh go through a couple of the things i load in the textures are uh, popping in and out there's this it's it's not um it's not rendering properly there's no the, the render distance is absolutely atrocious the the run speed is like a walk the walk speed is a crawl <laughs> takes ages to get anywhere and they give you like essentially little quests to do the, so the first one if if you're a carnivore is 
go and hunt three of these little creatures. So it pops up on your little mini map, and you you go over there and it's like interact with the burrow to like disturb the to disturb the burrow. Nothing comes out of it, and then you can't reinteract with it because you've interacted with it once. So I'm like, well, where do I go now? But the quest doesn't update and it doesn't give you a new place to go. So I kind of just walked around in circles and went, this is kind of shit. I'll go onto an online PvP map. And it puts you in like this tutorial cave and you go through and do all the things it teaches you how to pick up the items and deliver them to other places. And it's like, you can party up. Please type something in the world chat so people know that you're new. And I'm like, okay, and type in the world chat and then... Everyone's yelling at you for a little while. Yeah, the and... different like, what did you type, Max? Like, oi, cunts! Like, what did you put no, in? No, I, I just, I just wrote, hey. Like, I think it was high. It was like the, <laughs> the quickest thing that I could possibly write. And then, as soon as I get out of the tutorial zone, there's a dude as a Tyrannosaurus just sitting at the entrance to the, to the tutorial cave, chomping. And I'm this little, I'm this little chicken-looking dude. And then again, I walk for twenty minutes to the quest marker. I get there, and the and the interaction thing breaks, and nothing comes out. And then I just went, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> Closed it. <laughs> so look, I had it installed, ready to go. So I've played like a total of an hour and I haven't managed to do the first quest because nothing happens. Beautiful. Beautiful. So like I had it installed on mine, ready to go. I was like, look, this. I know Max had a hard on for this game originally and it's, you know, it does, it's very much not a Betson game, but I'll give it a look. And then I hadn't booted it up. Then Max, then Max gave me exactly the spiel that you all just heard, and I went, "Cool," and just deleted it. <laughs> so I do wonder whether the PS4 version is better, and Maybe. hence the betaness of the PS5. But the one no. time I found a cr- the one time I found a critter that I could eat, it could outrun me. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, cool. So I just died. Well, it's anything you had the true dinosaur experience. Extinction. Yeah. But it's a survival game, so you got to go eat, otherwise you die of hunger. And you got to go drink, otherwise you'll die of dehydration. And it's just... Yeah. I thought it was going to be way cooler. Maybe it is if I paid the extra 60 bucks to get the flying dinosaurs or the giant crocodile. Or Max, you also didn't pay anything for this game. I mean, once again, <laughs> review, review code provided. Yeah. Um, what are you complaining about? It was free. Yeah, pro, get, pro, but I think it's like forty bucks or something. Like it's not like ten dollars yeah. or anything. So it's yeah, brutal. it's it's a bit rough. Well, that sucks to be them. I, I mean, I hope the people who are enjoying it are enjoying it. But I, I yeah, it just doesn't seem to want to work for me. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong, but it, it's they, they like tells me to go to like a burrow where these enemies are supposed to be that I can eat, and then you disturb their nest, and they're supposed to, I assume, like scurry out so you can eat them. But it just says nothing happens and then you can't reinteract with it. Rad. Look, I don't like I don't I'm not a big fan of MMOs at the best of times. And when it's got this sort of bullshit around it, I'm like, nah, bro. Cause it's one of those things I like Ark was really cool. I enjoyed Ark until I until I realized that it's a um perpetual world. And I'd be like, well, because I can't play every day because I have other things to do. I come back and all my food's spoiled and like someone has had unconsensual sex with my cabin. And I'm like, oh, I just wrecked. Everything is horrible. A couple, a couple of our friend group for a while were playing Conan like around the clock. Like yeah. someone would be playing all night and someone would get on all day. Just to, cover- <laughs> just to, keep, just to keep the base safe so we didn't get raided. <laughs> 
See, that's the problem. It's such a cool idea until you realize everyone's an asshole. Yeah, there's nothing worse than logging off for the night, having a sleep, waking up, and all your shit's gone. Yeah, it instantly makes me not want to play the game. Almost instantly. Um, is there anything else to play this week? I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, outside of the last one, I don't think I... Uh... I don't think I played much. I've obviously been playing the the usual. I you know played a bit more Destiny two, played a bit more Rocket League, but other than that, no, I haven't really played anything. Yeah, no. So I had the boy around, and we played some SpongeBob and some multiverses and a bit of Knack. But I don't think I actually. No, I really haven't. I've really not dived into anything else at all. Well, there you go. Like, I know, I know a friend of the show, Craig, is he's picked up uh, a, a copy of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So I might be jumping back into that with him because that'd be fun ski. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. You never finished that. I never finished that because I kind of got distracted and sort of wandered off. But saying that, like, with that in mind, I should finish Red Dead. Because one of those things, I, I got further I, than I, I ever have I, before. I, I, I'd prefer it if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, but I also got In Sound Mind to finish as well. That I was closer to finishing, so I might jump back into that. I did contemplate booting that up. So for those who don't, the those might be jumping in new, uh, Max and I at the beginning of the year set ourselves a backlog challenge with the ideas. There were three games that we would select that would uh, have to complete by the end of the year. One, one that was under 10 hours, one that was under 20 hours, and one that was uh, 30 hours. So yeah, 30 hours-ish, right? Or plus, or approximately. Mm. Uh, I had selected uh, In Sound Mind as the first one. The second for 20 hours was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because at the time I had taken a big hunk of it. I just never finished it. Uh, and the last one was Red Dead Redemption 2 because I've tried to complete that game like four times and I just get further every time and then quit and then have to start again. And I'm not starting it again. I got to finish it this time. Max, your three were... Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, that was the second one. The first one was um, the game that you actually finished, uh, Death's Door. Oh, Death's Door. That game is so fucking piss. How have you not finished Death's Door? I haven't sat down to play it is the main thing. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> so Death's Door. The next one is Immortals Phoenix Rising. I think I've got like two missions left to do. Yep. And, uh... and the last one, because I'm a dumbass, I picked uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yep. The game that never ends. The game that never ends. Yeah. So, like, seeing as I'm being destroyed in our draft this year because all oh, my games just uh, moved up to next year, so at least I can win in the uh, in the backlog challenge, which which would be nice. Jerdman, he's here in the chat, and they've jumped in, and they've gone. Red Dead Two is so fucking good, and Immortals is great as well. Immortals is awesome. It's a really really good game. Uh, I, we saw somewhere today, uh, some of the last, this week referred to it as a, a Zelda Breath of the Wild clone. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Have you even played the game, you moron? Uh, and buddy goes, Death Store is so good. It is very, very good. MGB jumps in, finished Astro a few days ago. It was definitely fun. Got to start Deathloop soon. And then Ghostwire. Yeah, so MGB's just picked themselves up a PS5 and uh, they're starting to give it a bit of a run for their money. Ghostwire is one I'm actively thinking about jumping back to as well. I'll hate it because it'll be all weeby and shit. But one of the big, the, pre the problem that I had with it, now here's, here's where I have to talk about my TV again. I was playing it on my old TV and it ran like, asshole but with this tv with its variable refresh rates and shit 
maybe I won't have the same screen tearing nonsense problem that I had with, you know, Ghostwire, which was just giving me motion sickness all the time. So there you go. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's my next thing. It's not going to be. It's not going to be at all. But the option's always there. Actually, out of nowhere, uh, I was I almost contemplated replaying uh, the out the Outer Worlds. I don't know why. I saw it on the PSN on the store for sale. I was like, oh, I remember that game. I got the disc here somewhere. No, how many hurts? Haven't heard in two episodes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Hundred twenty. Uh, uh, should we should we dive into the meat and potatoes? Of this Let's bone? get into the section called "Inform the Players." We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. But but before we do that, there is one piece of news we have to talk about that is very important. Yeah, boys, me and Max will be at PAX Australia 2022. Uh, our our pe- press passes got approved this week because that's a story in and of itself, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I lodged the... Uh, okay, so here we go. But I'm sure many of you know. Give, give him the TLDR. Uh, look, look, look. Give him the TLDR. The TLDR, <laughs> the problem with what we create and the content that we make is that we fit somewhere in the line between content creators and traditional media in that we work in Twitch, we work in podcasts, we make, you know, in personality driven content like this. However, because we don't stream games regularly, we don't do, you know, all the other content creator stuff like your, your TikToks and your, your who's that the other, we stick within that more traditional media space depending on the out depending on the publisher developer uh expo PR team team, we vary on where we sit so an example uh play on which is you know coach media we sit as content creators cool within reason like it's actually disadvantaged us a couple times but okay sure why not uh and then for some other places where media i'm like oh fantastic and with pax over the last like five, six years, or has, oh shit, no, it's like seven years that I've gone to PAX. Um, depending on the year, it's kind of, like it's always ever been one application. They just kind of assign you uh, whichever pass they think is relevant. Um, yeah, so there was a handful of years at the start where we were media, and then for one year, one or two years, we were content creators, and then pandemic, and then here. So I was like, well, seeing as the last time we were accepted we were content creators, I will lodge it as a content creator request hard cancelled so i was like so i responded to me like hey look i've attended the last like seven years even in covid times like i presented on this panel about video games and mental health uh i you know i was part of this panel i did this thing for generosity you know like and then if you look if you go back here's all the videos i've ever done at pax like i've been doing this a lot like you know is there any particular reason why we weren't successful this year and they went, oh, you just applied for the wrong category, you dickhead. I was like, oh, oh, that checks out. Cool. <laughs> so they essentially were like, look, just apply again as media, not content, and you'll get approved. Like, I promise you. I was like, oh, shit, no worries. So then I did, and I was quiet for about a week or so. And then, boom, there it is. It came in the email. And I was like, oh. I got a genuine sigh of relief. Like, look, we were going anyway. It doesn't change anything. The t- the, the, no, no. Yeah, the long version is so much longer. You have no idea. So in short, we're going to PAX. We would have got. We would have been going anyway. We both have three day passes, um, but to be able to go as press is awesome. Um, it allows us to do all the things we normally do. We'll be running around. Uh, we'll we'll no doubt be doing our uh, our uh, 
usual floor tour at the start of um, on the friday morning we go in and we you know oh max you have to be a cameraman i'm gonna have to be cameraman this year because dylan's not going so we'll have to take it in turns about being camera people but uh yes yeah, so we'll ready do- for the shakiest cam of your life yeah. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah so we'll, so we'll do our usual floor tour because like it's fun. Yeah, but hey, we'll actually go. We'll have Buddy. We'll have Buddy be our cameraman. If, he, if they want to hang out with us, fucking hey, I'm in. Because, like, <laughs> I love it. Like, so I, I love packs. I'm so excited for packs. Um, I've been once in my life, so this will be my second pack. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Like, so, yeah, running around, filming stuff, playing games, kissing hands, shaking babies, being pretty for packs. I finally get closure on my on my weight loss journey. Um, so for those that might be new, uh, in the beginning of 2020, I created a, uh, a goal for myself was to be pretty for packs. I wanted to lose enough weight that I'd be pretty much unrecognizable come October of 2020. Then COVID happened. Now it's 2022. And I did hit my weight loss goal of uh, 40 kilos back in November of last year. Then my marriage fell apart. Then I got really depressed. I'm still really depressed. And now and then winter. And it's now. And I've gained like eight to, depending on the day, eight to 10 kilos back. So I'm sitting about 30. And, um, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so... Yeah, so I'm I've got I'm gonna do a little bit of work between now and uh, and and Pax Day just to try try at least trim a couple things off. Look, I still look so much better than I did before. That's fine by me. But yeah, we'll be around recording podcasts, the AT booth. I don't know if there's gonna be the party mode panel again. I didn't get I didn't get hooked up with any panels or anything this year, but we'll we'll be around doing some fun stuff. Uh, That's it. Buddy, I'm usually in the video, lol, but happy to be behind that if you need. Jerd says, I'll be portly for PAX. Fun fact, I realized today, Jerd man, he and I are slash were ambassadors for the man shake. Um, It's a whole thing at the moment. Uh, And I've realized we've been heavily involved with each other for the last like two years, two and a half years. And we've never met in person, ever. It's crazy times. Uh, let's see. What else, what else have I missed there? May, uh, MGB, maybe we'll settle it in Fight Forever if they had a beta copy there. Ooh. Well, with no with no release date for AEW Fight Forever, who knows? It would be pretty rad if it was at PAX. The Gamescom, wasn't it? It was a Gamescom playable, so it's possible that it's going to be playable there. Um... Yeah. Hmm. Uh, ask to check his manscaping. Please don't ask to check my manscaping. Uh, <laughs> just assume that it is well kept. Jared Man says, Pax <laughs> drinks, baby. That's a very good question, Max. Are we are we going to engage in Pax drinking? The social side of <clears throat> Pax. Because we didn't get hotels this year. Because it turns out the hotel that I got in, 20, in 2019, totally one of those hotel quarantine hotels. So I'm not going there. But um, um, I don't have any money either. Probably one night, but not all three. Because yeah. I, I do plan on traveling back and forth because obviously being away for a whole weekend, I'd feel kind of kind kind of, of guilty. Jared says, I have a walkway I have a, to the convention center. I have this like really, really large concern that somehow I'm going to get like mad sick from this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pax, <laughs> Pax Box, COVID, you name it. It's all happening. But... Um, Look, I might have to harass people and be like, hey, can I borrow some floor of your hotel? Because this gets shit-faced. 
Like, I want to go to Fortress. I want to get some drinks. There's the boat shed or whatever that we normally go to each year. Like, I'm just keen. Just like... <sighs> but yeah. Yeah, I've just had COVID. I'm ready to mingle. <laughs> Buddy, you can sleep in my bed, Ryan. Damn! I'm going to take that off. Up. Me, me and Buddy are just going to, like, hard spoons. Um, look, I, I can be a little spoon. I can be big spoons. We can top and tail. I don't really give a shit. I, I'm, I'm incredibly comfortable with, with myself and my friends. And look, what's what's nothing wrong with some cuddling between bros? You know what I'm saying? Uh, MGB, I won't be able to make it this year, but I hope PAX is lovely this year for all you peeps. I cannot wait. Crimson, happy old man's day, Betson. Thank you, Crimson. Thank you so much. And of course, Max, being a being a mother father as well. Um, big thank you. Much appreciated, my friend. But uh, yeah, PAX, you'll see us there. I can't wait. I'm so fucking excited. The things I'm hoping for... Um, if PlayStation are there in a presence, if if PSVR 2 is playable at Gamescom, I hope it's there. In a COVID world, I don't know how that's going to work. So it might be behind closed door media things. So I'm going to try, sorry, TGS. So I'm going to try swing that nice. if I can and then uh, give myself sweet COVID and or pink eye from like rubbing the same headset on my face. But I did, like when PSVR 1 came out, I remember going early hands-on with it at, uh, at PAX. So that would be lovely to do that again. AEW Fight Forever is another big one. Hogwarts Legacy would be a dope one if it's there as well. Is there anything that you, oh, God of War? It's unlikely, but that would be sick. What would you like to see at PAX Oz Max? <laughs> um, for spoken. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'd love to see some Final Fantasy stuff, uh, and hopefully, I, I I know I think it's fair. I think it might be too far out, but I'd be stoked if they had Lies of P. Hmm. Wasn't that playable? Yeah. Ga- wasn't that playable at Gamescom? I don't know i thought they i thought it might have just been a new gameplay trailer that mm, dropped i okay. don't know if it was actually playable interesting because i'd be i'd be keen for that very nice well one, one of the other things that's going to be, be disappointing especially for buddy in the chat is every year we've, we've played uh 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 oh shit my brain's farted it's that camping game that out, out that overcooked style camping game which releases in like two weeks so every year we've played it at pax Camped out, I think it was called, is called. Um, but yeah, for, for first year... Oh, actually, that and Dead Static Drive. Dead Static Drive, I've played every year at PAX, like last, what feels like a decade. It's still not out yet. All right, anyway, PAX, you'll see us there. Can't fucking wait. Max, what's actually... It's the actual first piece of news. Uh, so let's talk some Sony acquisitions and investments that happened this week. So we'll kick things off with From Software, the studio behind hit RPGs like Elden Ring and Dark Souls, has announced that we'll be selling new shares to both Sony and Tencent earlier this week. Uh, Katakawa Corporation, the current owner of FromSoft, will retain the majority of shares, owning 69.66% of the studio. Sony will purchase a 14.09% stake, and Tencent's subsidiary SixJoy Hong Kong will acquire 16.25%. This funding will primarily be leveraged to allow FromSoft to publish its own games globally. It already does self-publish in Japan, but has relied on larger publishers in other regions, such as Bandai Namco and Activision. Additionally, the studio will, quote, aim to proactively invest in development of more powerful game IP for itself to strengthen FromSoftware's development capabilities. Mm. Now, Max, as the much bigger FromSoft fan, and I just spoke of it for about like an hour and 20 minutes flat about PAX, What's your thoughts? I mean, it makes sense for them to uh, be able to po- uh, to be able to self-publish. Uh, obviously, like 
like I said, they do it in Japan. Uh, Bandai Namco got, uh, I think it was Elden Ring and Dark Souls 3. I think they have actually done most of the Dark Souls games. Yeah. So it makes sense for them to, to you know, get that little bit more of investment money so they can be like, hey, this is this is our stuff. We're going to do it our way, how we want to do it. So why not? Well, because I think, I think they, they, still, they still own the majority, so they can still, you know, they can still play ball. Obviously, that you know, every once in a while, Tencent or Sony may be like, hey, can we... Can we leverage our partnership for like some exclusives or whatever, or in Tencent's case, that they just probably just want more money? Yeah, it's because it, it, it wasn't it. Uh, was it? Tell was it? I thought it was NetEase that jumped in, but that's fine. Um, I may have missed. No, that's that. the, the other one. Ah, it was you. Net it, NetEase and Thingo did stuff with Quantum. That's right. That even Quant- Quantic Dream, which is is that Quantic also Dream. on the list? No, because it has nothing to do with Sony, and I don't. Oh, really okay. Care. Well, there you go. The, yeah, the Quantic Dream. Yeah, um, Net Netties purchased Quantic Dreams. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so this is a thing for yeah. So like fourteen point zero nine percent ain't nothing to fucking joke about. Um, there's a couple of different things here that that I look at this right. So from software, uh, it's such a successful place right now that they would never sell in entirety. It just wouldn't happen. Um, but this is one of those things. Like, is Sony sort of making up for lost time? seeing as they could have and probably should have purchased them back in the day when they were working on Demon Souls. Um, and seeing as PlayStation owned both Demon Souls and Bloodborne's IP, you know, I guess this is something within that space. But then you also look at the likes of, as you mentioned, with uh, uh, Bandai Namco owning uh, Dark Souls and Activision owning Sekiro, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that was right. And then they also they also do Armored Core, I think. Yeah, so it's one of those weird lines where not quite like Telltale in that they don't own their own IP. Like they they don't own the IP they work with. They they have been very lucky enough to forge an entire genre that they are so known for that even if they don't own the IP, no one's mad because no one can do what they do better than they do. Because like Telltale were that for a hot minute, then the likes of Quantic Dream came out and did it better. You know, so it's one of those things like they weren't even the the leaders in their in their genre, mm. and espe- and like especially on the back of the success of Elden Ring, they ain't fucking selling. They're, they're yeah, up- I think at last count they've done sixteen point six million copies yeah. sold since February. That's crazy. So That's they're crazy. obviously not. A, they're obviously in a good position. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're Leonardo DiCaprioing this from, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't fucking leaving. Like, they ain't selling. They ain't going nowhere. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if this allows them to self-publish and go out on their own and then not have that reliant, but PlayStation can still get some dollary dues out of it. Because we were discussing this last week, right? And with the idea that it's better that when it comes to larger uh, development teams or even publishing arms... Sony are making the choice to invest rather than outright purchase. So they still get, they can still, what, what was the expression that I use? You know, milking the, they're not buying the cow, they're getting the milk for free. So mm. in the same way that they're, they're going to get a financial kickback from any From Software game purchased moving forward from whenever this date comes across, um, if that's how it works. Um, they're also, you know, able to swing some goodies because if you have 14.09 percent of a company i'm sure you can go hey give us something whatever it is right uh and that can swing in their favor and yeah from software as i mentioned they are one of the most 
loved, respected, renowned development teams in the in the world. Originally, I would have put like you know alongside them and say um, CD Projekt Red, but we've we've seen them shit the bed. So there's not many other development companies uh, like from software out there and at least they can get some benefit out of it um, compared to Microsoft's approach of buying everything completely. Uh, in the chat, MGB Live goes, wonder if this could mean the Bloodborne could have a higher chance of getting a PC port. I think it's been on the cards for a very long time, but whether it comes together or not, it's probably the different circumstance. Uh, I don't think this changes anything, but it gives them a financial incentive to do so. It's probably one of those things, which is also very interesting because like PlayStation, have once again, they've owned the IP for a while and I, maybe the challenge of getting that Bloodborne PC port is that they couldn't get a team that isn't from soft to fix it or to better it. Like granted, Blueport did a fucking damn good job of Demon Souls, but maybe they can't quite crack Bloodborne. Maybe they are working on Bloodborne. Who knows? Who knows? What do you think, Mac? Do you think this will get us Bloodborne on PC? Not, not necessarily. Like you said, Sony and the IP, it's up to them to do it anyway. Well, once again, they're like, hey, we own we own fourteen point oh nine percent of you. Mate, can you make can you give us some of your team for Bloodborne? I mean, when you when you go back, most of the time their PC versions of their titles run like hot garbage. Like <laughs> Elden Ring, for example, was it was the worst way to play the game was to play it on PC. Like it was a hot mess at launch. So, and then the mullet show jumps in and goes. When you say <laughs> DiCaprioing, I thought you meant you weren't hiring anyone older than twenty five. Oh, sick burn on Leo and his recent split with his girlfriend. But look, Max, as we sat here, we we're talking about like how Sony's making the right call, like investing in things rather than outright purchasing. Spoilers: Sony outright bought something. <laughs> <laughs> so playstation earlier this week announced that it's planned to acquire savage game studios to bolster its mobile games development herman holst head of playstation studios made the announcement over on the ps blog if you don't know the team it's a company which most people don't company comprising of two european studios that make mobile games among its staff are veterans from big mobile devs such as uh, rovio zynga wargaming and more holst describes savage uh, Savage as quote a hugely talented team of creatives with many years of experience making some of the most popular mobile games enjoyed by players around the world end quote the acquisition will put this team within a newly established position studios mobile division quote which will operate independently from our console development and focus on innovative on-the-go experiences based on new and existing playstation ip end quote Savage is already working on an unannounced AAA mobile live service action game, says a quote. Now, this is the thing. So with this studio, it was created in 2020. They've really not made anything of, uh, I think they've actually released anything, maybe one thing. I, I, I don't think they actually have. I've been trying to find a game that they've released. Yeah, and their, their biggest call to fame is that, that they got like a $4 million investment, like a, 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 a sorry, of uh, funding capital. I think that's the, that's the correct expression. But yeah, Max, PlayStation Mobile Games. Uh, we knew it was coming. Uh, when was it? Like last year when they when they showed us their, their fucking structural pillars of what they're going to release and how. And mobile was a big one. 
Um, so it makes sense that they're purchasing um, or acquiring studios that that make them because they don't. Mm. So you know we we've seen this in the likes of their um, their acquiring of Bungie uh, to learn how to make live service games because live service games was up there in those in those as well. So you know they're just strengthening strengthening their foundation so they can make the things that, that <coughs> they, they clearly want to make. Um, I don't know how triple A a mobile phone game can ever be. No, <laughs> but you know, cool. Mobile games are not really for me. Um, well, what was the last mobile game that you played? Marvel Snap. Oh yeah, you smashed living shit out of that game. I, I love, I loved like trading card games on mobile phone. I think they work really well. Mm. But anything more, like it drains your battery and like i kind of like to use my phone as a phone <laughs> and i don't have one of those sweet backbones to play <laughs> so, so yeah it, you know i have to have to touch it has to be able to be used on touch screen and it i, I like games that i can pick up play for like five ten minutes then put down i don't want to have to that's why i never <clears> like <throat> you know ran call of duty on my phone or, or fortnite they just games go for too long I, yeah. I i want something that that is very easy to pick up and play it's why i think all those candy crush games and all those like endless runners work really well because you can get in and get out really quick and they're just super easy to monetize it's like oh you ran out of moves but you're so close to finishing the puzzle do you want to buy like three extra moves for five bucks like come on mm. so yeah but at the same time, I don't want fucking Nathan Drake endlessly running through tunnels. Like that's um, happened, wasn't there, there? Was a Nathan Drake runner? Oh shit! What was it called? It was uh, a Mario. <clears throat> no, there was. It was like uh, there was a there was a Nathan there was an Uncharted themed mobile game, and it was made by Naughty Dog from memory. Um, but yeah, so look for me. What I, what I'm seeing here is I am uh, well. Crimson can confirm that there was one, and it sucked. I expected that it sucked. But I don't remember it because I remember they made uh, like obviously for Vita they made Golden Abyss and they made what Fight for Fortune which was kind of a card based Uncharted game and then they made a runner on mobile. <clears throat> Feel what it was called, but uh, look for me all this is I'm seeing is PlayStation hedging their bets. They are essentially wanting to make themselves a one-stop shop for whatever it is they want to need, that they want to make, right? So having this be in its own se like secondary. Uh, 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 pillar as you mentioned um is a fantastic way now seeing as they have essentially left open the entire handheld market to fucking nintendo or valve it seems with, with the steam deck like they are not even remotely competing in the portable space so they're going you know that what was that whole like i went well, from uh, diablo immortal well everyone has a phone don't they <clears throat> and i i think that's where they're going uh I, I personally don't see it as an enticing space, just not for me. But when you look at what the overall idea is here, you know, because you gave me shit when we saw this and you're like, but didn't you just say PlayStation shouldn't fucking buy anyone? I'm like, yeah, but these guys are nobodies. There's a very big difference between them buying Square Enix and buying these guys, right? Like this, this is this is strategic this is planned like this is there's a lot more to this than i don't know let's buy it let's buy all these studios so that someone else can't get them 
Because as you mentioned with Bungie, you look at what Sony are doing right now. They have Bungie to assist them with, on, with online multiplayer, monetization, etc., which we know they're working on. You've got Nixus to do your PC, your PC support and, and, and porting. You've now got Savage to do um, all your mobile stuff. You've got Fire Sprite to help you out with your VR. You've got everything that you would ever want as part of your PlayStation first-party studios everything you'll ever need is all within house you know and like the only thing they need is to have someone that can do like their own assets so they don't even have to make their own engine anymore which they've covered because they've got a stake in fucking unreal engine 5 you know so, so epic and then as a result unreal engine like they are covering all their bases in the smartest way they ain't locking shit down they're just putting money in the right spaces hey we understand our voice chat sucks we put money in discord so now discord's part of ours i believe that they are making smarter and objectively more consumer-friendly acquisitions than any other company at the moment right now in terms of this whole M&A, merger and acquisitions, you know, space. Yeah, if you look over at Embracer, I don't think they're doing it correctly. Like, Granted, they're doing the same idea. They're buying everything within the pipeline. So you can work, uh, you can buy, like, you know, with a limited run, you get cool physical collectors and stuff. They've, they've got devs, they've got publishers, they've got marketing firms. Like everyone within the Embracer group is has some form of something to help that pipeline, which is true. But they're just buying more and more. They're all about hoarding IP as we discussed last week where you look over at Microsoft and they talk about how exclusivity is bad and everyone has the right to choice, but then they proceed to buy everything and actively cut it off, which is interesting because we're about to get into a story where apparently that's not the case. Yeah. So it's seen, like everyone's kind of shitty at PlayStation in general right now and they look at this. This is a long game idea. This is kind of the safest bet for the future that isn't going to create a bubble that will burst. I'm really, we opinion- talk some- I'm really opinionated again tonight, eh? <laughs> Should we talk some PSVR 2? Uh, you can. I'm going to stop talking for a minute. So, Sony Interactive Entertainment's own Yasuo Takahashi and Kenjo Akiyama spoke at CEDC, the Computer Entertainment Developers Conference, last week. They <laughs> highlighted several features we already knew about, including the see-through mode and those fancy new controllers. Uh, they also spoke about the ease of porting <laughs> PlayStation games, whether from VR platforms or existing PS5-developed games. Game development for PSVR 2 uses the same software development kit as the PS5, which means that the process for porting games over should be relatively simple, at least relative to the complex nature of game development. Uh, PSVR 2 will also feature support for Unity and Unreal Engine, two of the most popular engines used in game development. In addition, a standardized controller interface and button placement should smooth the tricky process of adapting games from other VR platforms because they don't have to use the fucking move ones anymore. See, this is the thing. I know I said I wouldn't talk, but like, you made me chuckle with the idea of like, um, <laughs> you know, hey, it's relatively simple if you know what you're doing. It's like, hey- I mean, we- In theory, in theory, if it uses the same dev kit, it should be fucking easy to- One would imagine it should be easy, easily transferable. <laughs> Fucking, if one plus one equals two over here, it should still equal two over but there. I love that in terms of, look, I don't get, <laughs> I don't get cars. So you're like, hey, we've, we've increased this thing to make uh, this car run better. And I look at that engine, I'm like, I don't know the fuck that is. And I look at the old one, I'm like, I don't know the fuck that is either. Look at all the changes we've made. Oh, I don't get it. I don't see it. <laughs> so I do like your idea. But uh, yeah, sorry. 
keep going. Any thoughts about the end? That's it. That, that, I mean, that was it. So, you know, hopefully we get to see more ported PS, uh, uh, more ported PSVR titles because obviously, you know, when PSV, when the first um, edition of PSVR came out, it did have limited titles. Most of those were on-rail shooters to, you know, for, for the most part. Uh, the fact that PSVR 2s will support Unity and Unreal Engine means hopefully we will get some of those bigger place, uh, bigger VR titles. <laughs> Sorry, I like Crimson's comment in the chat. It is very easy to build a rocket. Like, well, yeah, in theory. And then, like, you <laughs> open it up and you go, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're bang on. Like, it's, it is one of those things. Like, yeah, the PSVR, I guess because of the nature of it being so new gear and... Yeah the whole development side of PSVR was brand new, especially in having to use those fucking move controllers. So, well, the only thing that I wonder, if using your one plus one equals two and replicating it somewhere it's else... Obviously, that's obviously fucking not how it works. No, I just not want to point out, like, it's obviously not how it works, yeah. but... No, no, we, we are dumb. It's very true. It's well confirmed. But, I mean, like, if it's... All I hope is that it's super easy to... Uh, alter what is the dual sense light requirements to the new sense controllers because i think one of the biggest shortcomings of psvr was that it just completely limited what you can play and all i hope is that this means old games if the studios are willing to put the time in port their stuff to psvr too. I, I, I don't think that's going to be the case like i think we're not going to get we're not going to get the psvr one version of um fucking What's that uh, rhythm lightsaber game? Oh, Beat Saber. Beat Saber. We're not going to get the PSVR one version of Beat Saber. We're going to get the PC version of well, Beat that's Saber. Well, that was my second point. My <laughs> like second point was... going to get. I hope. If it's hope. that easy, then they can just replicate the ports, that the versions they have over on PC and bring them across, which means the um, the um, the catalog that can be that can be available to PS, PSVR 2 players would be, in theory, endless. It would just be like suddenly massive massive and I'd, I'd really like that to be the case but we'll we'll have to wait and see mgb live in, in, in the chat asks maybe it would be easy to port psvr games to psv2 maybe firewall gets a psvr2 upgrade uh it wouldn't surprise me if we just get firewall 2 um because firewall i believe uh has been one of the most well supported uh vr games there is psvr at least anyway it's like x amount of seasons it, they're getting a two. It's hunt. It's happening. Like I don't play. I, I don't think I ever played it. Oh, I'm, I'm, played thi- it I'm, I'm thinking Bravo team. I've played. I've played it. I played it once. It's yeah. not bad. You still got my aim controller, by the way. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've had it for so long. By rights, it's mine now. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that I remember and I keep telling you. I mean, you know where I live. You still haven't come and got it. So That's it's true. Clearly mine. It's clearly mine now. Yeah, you, you do just live down the road. I also, I also have like a stack of PSVR titles as well. Of mine? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know about that. Well, well I'll right, take the aim controller back, but I guess I can't right, take the game right, back. Right next to the aim controller. <laughs> they just, just uh, all right, cool. Well, let's jump. Look, seeing as I bitched about this like last week and the week before. Speaking of big catalogs. Speaking of big catalogs and big snacks of games. Uh, we finally have some games coming to the PS Premium. Uh, now, I don't know what this is like for Australia. As a, Is there PS3? Well, obviously. No, the, the PS. Yeah, the, so half of the premium selection this month are PlayStation Three titles, so we do not get them. 
rad. But well, we sat here and bitched about how like, you know, there's nothing coming this month, but hey, next month should have something, right? Here and this is what's coming. So if you get if you have PS Extra, you get the following titles. You get Deathloop on PS5. You get Assassin's Creed Origins for the PS4 version. Watch Dogs 2. So look, look if the other last two months we were like man i wish there were more ubisoft games you your wet dreams have been well, think, your wet dreams have been this answered. is the, i think this is the last assassin's creed game that we don't have nah uh what, what about uh what, what odyssey is odyssey on there i don't know but i own odyssey so i can't I yeah you got what you got one more and uh and then mirage dropped you know got announced this week or whatever so there's that uh watch dogs 2 as I just mentioned, uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, uh, Spirit Farer Farewell Edition, Chicory, A Colorful Tale. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, Chicory's I, rad. Uh, Buddy rad. has exploded about four times in the chat just saying, Chicory! So they're very excited about that one, which is good. Uh, Monster Energy Supercross. Woo! The, the official video game 5. I'm, I'm disappointed the other four aren't there. Uh, Alex the Kid... Uh, Mer- uh, oh, where the fuck's my mouse? There it is. Uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, Rabbids Invasion, the interactive TV show, Rayman Legends, which is a dope game, and I wouldn't mind playing it again, so that's awesome. Uh, and Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game, complete edition. So that is the uh, re the, the re- recently released port of the PS3 game that was lost to the ether for a good while. But if you have PS Premium and you aren't in Australia, you get the following... Siphon Filter 2 on PS1. With trophies. With trophies. Apparently. The Sly Collection on PS3. Not in Australia. Sly Cooper Thieves in Time on PS3. Not in Australia. Bentley's Hack Pack PS3. Not in Australia. Toy Story 3. The PSP version. Woo. And Kingdom of Paradise. The PSP version. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Woo, I guess. Max, does this uh, get your nips hard? Uh, yeah, Alex Kidd, Miracle World, Super Keen. Oh, really? Yeah, I love Alex Kidd games. They're great. Uh, <laughs> Deathloop's cool. If anyone hasn't played Deathloop and you have extra tier, please play Deathloop. It's it's um, it's um a really cool mechanical game. Yeah, I didn't love it as much as you, mostly because I don't have the time, commitment, and or skill to make it work. But I know you were really, you're really, really keen on it. And MGB has confirmed that AC Odyssey is okay. not on PS Plus yet. So you got one more month of an Assassin's Creed game and you have all 47 of them so get 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 wet um look for me personally there's nothing that really jumps out but like as haven't I, you been bitching about not getting Siphon Filter 2 for ages well no no I, I, I got it from a theoretical standpoint because I have Siphon Filter 1 but it plays like an asshole I'm like oh man I don't want to play that again <laughs> but look Deathloop is great Assassin's Creed Origin is great Watch Dogs 2 is probably the better Watch Dogs like you know 1 was Pujol 3 was fine um, Spirit Fair, I remember hearing good things about. Uh, yeah, Rayman Legends is pretty sweet. This the, once again the continued bullshit around there not being like not being any. I should mention PS1 that, that games. The, just, just the standard PlayStation Plus games came out as well, and for some reason I didn't listen them. Oh, good on you, dickhead. Uh, the standard PlayStation Plus games, like the just the uh, what is it essential? The essential, essential, yeah. Uh, is uh because I can speak. Oh, Need for Speed Heat. Need for Speed Heat uh toem and another one grand blue fantasy versus there you go cool well heat's rad i really really i really enjoyed need for speed heat i have to think there for a second <laughs> yeah yeah cool, cool. there you All go right. check that out 
Should we talk about the best friends? Yeah. So this is this is the obviously the title, the title story of the week. Um, it's a big. It's kind of a big one. So a new statement has been shared with The Verge it's, and it has revealed that Microsoft and Sony signed an agreement way back in January to keep the Call of Duty series on PlayStation hardware for, quote, several more years after any current contracts expire. In full, Microsoft's new statement reads, quote, In January, we, prov- we provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content parity for at least several more years beyond this current Sony contract, an offer that goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements, end quote. This means that future Call of Duty titles won't have any content exclusive to Microsoft platforms, and they will release on the same day and date on Sony hardware. But only for several years. Yeah. Yes, it- <laughs> Okay, look. Now, granted, whenever we've talked about this whole possible exclusivity thing with with Activision and Call of Duty, um, we know that Microsoft have have said numerous times, like, hey, no, at no point have we said that we're making Call of Duty exclusive. Yeah, but at no point have you said that you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you have used all, like... Microsoft hat in the same way Sony has have spoken out of both sides of their mouth multiple times about this. You know, if we looked at the start of the generation, you know, it's about playing games everywhere. And the second they start buying games, sorry, they're like, sorry, no, everyone should be able to play everything everywhere. And then very quickly they went, uh, once they started buying things, they started like suddenly not saying that as much. And look, admittedly, in the same breath, PlayStation were like, we are, we believe in the old way of making games, in the old way of releasing games. And then suddenly they went, uh, you know what's really cool? Subscription services, cross-play, this, that, the other. Everything that they suddenly fir- were stand- firm against, they ter- they changed their mind on. And this entire argument is about two, di- two different companies saying the other person's doing the wrong thing while also doing the wrong thing. So I want to preface on that. Um, but the thing, the thing I don't like about this is it's vague. It's vague as shit. When you said several years, put a time frame on it because several years could be, it's more than two. It's more than a couple, but how many several? Because one of those things like Microsoft have set the precedent that with the whole Bethesda acquisition, that they will do it, that they will lock shit down. Now, once again, PlayStation in their recent things haven't done it because like, but they instead pay studios to not do it. Is that better? No. But is that, is that how the business works? Yes. But that does, it's one of those weird circumstances where PlayStation have bought the console rights for Final Fantasy 16, but Final Fantasy 17, that could go anywhere. They're not like dictating the future of what that agreement's going to be where Microsoft's actions say very different. So it's this weird, it's this weird line for me. And if this was the case, this statement or this agreement was signed back in January and they're like, yeah, man, we made this agreement. Why the fuck has everything happened in the last couple months? This whole Brazilian shit. If the whole understanding was that we wouldn't make any exclusive DLCs, this, that, the other, it's all coming everywhere. What's been the hubbub about? 
is the hubbub just well, it's, Game well, Pass? It's, it's not. It's not. It's not a hubbub. Like Sony are obviously still concerned that they don't have a competitor for Call of Duty if and when Microsoft decide to be like, hey. We fulfilled our agreement. We kept it. We kept you alive. We kept it on your system for several years. Now, now it's ours. What you're going to do about it? Like that's that is still obviously a concern for Sony. Yeah. And like it, and I, I, I guess it should be. Like they, they're right. They don't really have a compare. Like that, nothing really com- competes with Call of Duty. Even on Call of Duty's worst year, nothing competes with that bastard. It's just Except for Elden Ring this year, apparently. It's like the fucking juggernaut. Like yeah. And, you, you know, it's all good and well for, for them to be like, yeah, like you said, you know, several years is so vague. It's like, is it three years? Is it seven years? Is it going to be more? Like, are they going to renew this? It's cool that it's obviously, you know, that they're, they're, everything's going to release day and date on both systems. But at the end of the day, Microsoft still have that pull of, you can play it day one on Sony for 125 bucks. Or you can play it day one on Xbox and PC for whatever the cost of Games Pass is that month. If you're a new if you're a new customer, it's two bucks for the month. Yeah, like you know, it's and while I don't think that a lot of people will jump ship straight away to like like console swap essentially straight away, it could happen down the road. And then there's that whole thing of do Microsoft even want to sell boxes anymore? You can stream games to your Samsung TV now. At what point are they just going to sell me a fucking USB dongle where I can stream Games Pass games to my whatever it's plugged into at the time? Mm. Well, yeah, and it's, it's and then if and then if that's the case, Microsoft are better keeping it on PlayStation. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's difficult because like. We've talked about this previously and about how like each each of these two people, like Microsoft and people, their companies, each of these two companies are tackling it very differently, right? Sony, are they are hardware. Their focus is hardware, moving units. Microsoft, we're a service. They, want, they don't give a shit about their, their fucking boxes. It's all about the service. And what we're seeing is two companies that are battling in those different avenues, but they have to play in the same turf. And, but they're also sprinkling in those different parts. So like, yes, Microsoft is being a service, but they're not because they're actively making decisions that a hardware, hardware primary focus company would. And now Sony are trying to sprinkle the services part, but they're only just playing catch up to Game Pass because Game Pass is unquestionably better. So like they're both kind of, doing both but shitting on the other person for the other and i agree with you like you know sony are in a tough position call of duty is the tent is the tent pole it is the biggest and the bestest uh first person shooter it's one of the biggest games every year and i would argue if i'm going to be devil if i'm going to be that guy and i'm all be that guy if sony are like oh man no matter what we do we can't beat call of duty sounds like a you problem mate when was the last time you released a first person shooter really like you can sit here and bitch and moan all you want when was it killzone shadowfall launch game for the ps4 oh man we've got nothing that can compete with call of duty it's been like 15 years i'm exaggerating but it's been and it's been a substantial amount of years right and you're like we've got nothing that sounds like a you problem because you made that world 
if you attempted to continue to release or work or reiterate or even fucking try to get into the first person shooter space. But then again, but I mean that in terms of your problem is you don't have a comp- you don't have a competitor in the first person shooter space. Now, Buddy in the chat jumps in and goes, it's not a you problem for Sony, Microsoft literally buying the biggest game ever. That's my point. Like that, that part is very different. But the idea of them going, I'm, I'm using two separate arguments here, right? The argument if we, there's nothing that we have that can compete with Call of Duty, that's a you problem. Microsoft going, well, we can't compete it. We're going to buy it. Very different problem. So there's like, a, it's, it's, a, it's it is a multi-layered argument, right? Because Microsoft... They had one of the greatest first-person shooters ever to release in Halo. And they fucked it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we fucked it so hard, we're just going to buy the next biggest one. It's fucked. It's fucking weird. Am I wrong? Fellish or Planet Side 2 was third-person too. What, third-party? Uh, third-person. Not first person. Yeah. So you look, buddy, you are correct. And I, I, and I, like, I'm not disputing you. You are correct. And this is a multi-layered argument. But if, like, if you want to break it down to its parts, you know, yeah, as in like part one, we don't have anything to compete against Call of Duty. Why not? You could, you could have tried. You could have tried harder. You could have made it better. Okay. Step two. Then there's all Microsoft stuff. It's very different. Uh, in the chat, MGB goes, Sony forgets that they have Killzone and Resistance, but they are in the IP graveyard alongside so many others. Exactly. You know, it's, it's that weird, tough space. Oh, they need to release factions already. <laughs> yeah, but even then... It's, it's, uh, also, it's, I think it's third person. <laughs> yeah, and even then it's third person over the shoulder action, which is PlayStation's wheelhouse, which they do great, but like... it's well, See, this is the other thing, right? And like, I know like, it's not exactly true, but PlayStation have for whatever reason, really cornered themselves in the types of games that they make. Now, I happen to love those games, which is great. Like those story-based action adventures, who's that, the other. But they've limited themselves. Yeah. You know, wait and see. Uh, and SOCOM, yeah, SOCOM forgot, forgotten about too. And that, that, that allegedly, that's been in the rumor mill for ages. Like, there's a team somewhere, somewhere. Oh, my brain, it cannot remember which one it is. But, like, they hired um, one of the guys from Siege to come in and, uh, you know, help build what we presume is SOCOM. Before we jump over the next thing, Shane in the chat jumps in and goes, feel like Sony's wrist department should have flagged that they've put all their first-party eggs in a single player. Correct. They don't necessarily need an FPS, just a successful games-as-a-service, which, uh, like a Sea of Thieves or even a grounded or state, state of decay, which is what they're moving on now, but we'll get to we'll add to that in a second. Um, uh, they also added, would be a great if SOE was still around. Yeah, SOE, who were pivotal in the create in the development and creation of DC Universe Online, which I fucking smashed the shit out of. But to add to your games as a service thing, PlayStation are doing that now, where that games as a service industry is bigger than it ever has been. And when you have every game under the sun fighting you for your time, because that's what that's what every game fights for is your time, and you are a perfect example of this, Max. In well, we that- saw, I mean, we we saw it in recent years with the battle royale genre. Yep. Like 
you know, PUBG kicked it all off for better or for worse. And then Fortnite came in and pretty much. Yeah, they Microsoft it. They made it. And then Apple came in with Fortnite and made it better. You know, it's it's, 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 that, it's like whoever made the tablet first. Microsoft did, but then, then Apple made the iPad. And now yeah, no one thinks sorry, of Microsoft like, tablets. Yeah. No, but you're right. You're actually correct. I think, I think Sony may be too late to the party. Unless no, they, unless they make an absolute banger of a live service game. But like, you know, I say this every time, I say this every time, like, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm done with Destiny. And then they're like, hey, new season's out, new new DLC's out. And they're like, fuck, I'm back. Oh, exactly. Like you have, you know, you, every week you say, well, these are the games that I'm married to. And that's not a bad thing. But like, there is no room in people's time to go and play new things. Because mm. they like they've committed so much time and energy to these games that they love, which you know because they're good. But the idea of bringing a new game into their weekly isn't is horrible, especially. Pardon me, where each game has a season pass, each game has a battle pass. Sorry, not season pass, a battle pass. That requires you to play an absorbent amount of hours to achieve whatever it is that you want to do. And even then you're fighting with the fever dream that is that is Fortnite. When like how how can you compete against, you know, Goku, Kamehameha, Darth Vader in the face? You can, right? And then yeah. you're like, oh well let's make a let's make a really good first person shooter MMO. Yeah, Destiny's got your beat. And like, you know, it's, it's one of those weird spaces where when, it, when you think of particular genres, you think first person shooter games of service, you think destiny, you think battle Royale, you think Fortnite, you think MOBA, you think Dota 2. I mean, there are games that- Whoa, 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 whoa. What? League of Legends. Sorry, League of Legends. My apologies. <laughs> my, I don't play. I don't play either of them. So my apologies. League of Legends. I, I, I mean, I mean, fifty percent. It's like fifty-fifty. But like, ugh, no, no. Enough. I appreciate it. But the <laughs> what I'm saying is that yeah, buddy points out that all the big ones are the all thirty all third party titles. Correct, because they are playable everywhere. Yeah. You know, look, you know, it's one. It's just one of those things because they they have financial incentive to to make it bigger and better. Like, this is the this is the thing, and for better or worse, when you look at giant publishers like Activision, right? They're like, oh, they're a giant business. Yeah, they are, but they are, they, like, they don't do it for the creative endeavor. They do it for the money. And when you do it for the money, you are more likely to find ways to make it better, in theory, or find yeah. ways to break it, like. Once Epic realized that they could make a stack of money on Fortnite, they put all their money into Fortnite. You know, same as yeah, they, same they as Rockstar. They, they kind of shut down the the single player save the world version. They're like they they just went all in on that yeah. online battle royale style. And like for better or worse, like once again, it, you have the shit side, which is it's microtransactioned up the asshole. The bad side is it's actually a really good foundation of a game, hmm. and they just iterated it and made it cooler and made it better. You know, Destiny's the same boat. Destiny 1 was pretty sweet. And then Destiny 2 made it better. And then every expansion that they add is all about adding cool new shit to make it bigger and better. You know, the whole building on that whole games as service model. You know, you're, you're fine. And then, so if you think MMOs, you think like Final Fantasy 14 right now or World of Warcraft originally. But that's, that's slowly changing. Yeah, well, considering the fact that they had to stop selling copies of Final Fantasy online because there was such a fucking influx of players, they've, they're obviously doing something right over there. Yeah. Look, and it, it, I, I say all this knowing farewell that I'm a fucking idiot and I have no business acumen at all. 
and to sit here and be like, well, this is what they should be doing. I, I am not the right person to be saying any of that. But yeah, you know, Buddy, Buddy's point about them being all third parties, 100% true. Because as I said, those companies have financial incentive to go bigger, better. And with PlayStation, you know, they are more on that creative endeavor. And we've seen this happen is that they focus on one game at a time. And then that game released because their entire business model, as, as Shane pointed out before, is single player. And single player is all about consuming now. You're done. What's your next thing? Games as a service doesn't work like that. It can't work like that. So the fact that Sony's current, uh, you know, sort of uh, motives is here's a game and then even on the release day of that fucking game they go haha here's the next game just burying the game they just released yeah let's move it on but let us know what you think about all this we're very fascinated to hear what the, the, the people say but uh wait did i read that one or you did uh your your quick bidding oh sweet quick biddies so these are all a little bit, for those that might be new, these are little quick bits of news, just a little one sentences, just uh, for things that may not need as much of a deep dive. Number one, a new Mafia game has been confirmed in development and off the back of the Mafia's 20th anniversary. Uh, Mafia 3 was fine. We played, you and I played the Definitive Edition remasters of 1 and 2. 1 was fantastic. 2 was subpar. Do, do you want another <laughs> Mafia game? Umpar is putting it nicely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want another Mafia game? I uh, no. Okay. I like no, the I like the idea behind the Mafia. The issue is it's kind of GTA, but GTA does it better. But like, if you like that that time period that it's in, like it's kind of cool. But at the same time, you get in a car and you're like, everything's so fucking slow. Yeah. And like, it's like, I can, I can go here and drive a car at like 10 miles per hour, or I can go over here and my car can fly. So yeah, it's, they, they focus it's, it's on the uh, story and the grounded realness of it and remove all the, the crazy shit that like GTA did and then the Saints Row It kind of makes those games fun. Yeah. Because like mechanically Mafia sucks. Story-wise, it's pretty cool, but mechanically yeah. horrendous, horrendous. Yeah. Uh, Konami are uh, allegedly set to announce a new game from a world-loved series at Tokyo Game Show. Hashtag Silent Hill confirmed. Hashtag Metal Gear Solid Remake confirmed. Now we're getting another Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Pachinkos. <laughs> Pachinkos. Uh, Ubisoft Forward is happening next week. Will we see uh, Prince of Persia Sound of Time's release date? No. No. <laughs> what we will see is... <laughs> what we will see instead... Is Assassin's Creed Mirage has been confirmed, and more details this weekend at the at the Ubisoft Forward event. So it's a it, it kicks off at three a.m. Sunday morning for hey, those playing in Australia. I'll be sleeping. Uh, Gremlins Gizmo heads to multiverses next week, so you know the one little Gremlins you don't feed after midnight, but they did it seems. Uh, CD Projekt Reds confirms that a new. Cyberpunk 2077 update next week. Guarantee still not enough to fix the damn game. They haven't. They're having one of their live CityWire things next oh, week. Oh shit! I can't wait yeah. for the yellow screen that has something that went wrong. Uh, and finally, new God of War Ragnarok gameplay will be releasing this week or has so, released. Re- sorry, it released this week. Oh, it has There's released. Yeah, five, sorry. Yeah, you have five minutes of gameplay. Yeah, this is on the back of the Game Informer cover. Um, I am uh, the reason I sounded so dumb about it is because I am and two I've gone hard blackout I am just eagerly awaiting November 9th 
Um, I forgot to put it in, but for those who are interested, um, Hogwarts Legacy also had another deep dive uh, gameplay stuff where they showed off the all house of the, common rooms, the, the house common rooms, and they also announced that if you're a giganto nerd, you can uh, you can link your Pottermore account to your Warner Brothers account, and you will be uh, you can do the online quiz to get sorted, and you will be sorted into that housing game, and you can import your wand into the game as well. Are you doing that, you big Harry Potter I'm dork? So keen for this game. <laughs> really, am. you big uh, Harry Potter dork? Because you're a, no, you're no. A, you're a Slytherin, are you not? Yeah, I am. Gross. Super keen. I'm a, I'm a Hufflepuff. My common room looked pretty sweet. Was alright. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty cool. And then obviously they they turned around and went, "Hey, you can't play Quidditch, but there will be brooms and racing, but but no no flying sports." Ah, uh, then we can, then we get some Quidditch DLC later on. Mm. All right, upcoming titles. Let's do this. Uh, we have Circus Electric coming to PS4, PS5, September 6th. We have the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition, PS4, September 6th. We have Train Sim World 3, yes! PS4, PS5, September 6th. We have Biomutant, PS5, September 6th. We have Steel Rising, PS5, September 8th. And NBA 2K23 coming to both PlayStation 4 and 5 on September 9th. Man, I saw a picture of the NBA 2K whatever, 150 gigs. Yeah. Ha! There's also like a $280 edition that comes with like the NBA streaming. It, it comes with a... Well, apparently that's actually a really good deal. Because the M- yeah, NBA... It's like yeah, a, Essentially you're getting the game for free. It's yeah. whatever the, the yearly pass is for whatever the the, 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 the game subscription thing is. Yeah, like if you're really if you're really into the, 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 the basketball, like the whole season pass thing... Uh, the, what, yeah, if, what you, if you pay for that anyway, you should buy the season game. Season ticket, the yeah. Game. Yeah, the season ticket. Like, Because I, yeah. I know like the Madden, uh, the NFL... Uh, ticket is like 200 bucks and you get like every match of the year ever but mm. that's that's insane but yeah like if you yeah if you get the game for free and you're gonna you're gonna watch by the basketball anyway fuck yeah uh buy mutant gets a ps5 version it looked like shit on ps4 so i hope it looks better yeah but, well, it's uh, rough on PS4. yeah still rising i think the one that gets you the most moist day eh? Yeah, so still rising is that that stalls like uh i think it's a french revolution setting looks cool yeah Nothing excites me at all. As he goes, Trends in World 3, woo! Oh, that was just a joke because that's, that's one of the nerdiest things I've ever seen in my life. It has like 400 DLCs. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Well, we did the math once because I remember one of my clients at work is was enjoying it. We did the math. It was like a thousand something dollars to get all of it. All of it. It was yeah. crazy. But yeah, look, for me this week, I'll probably play more Last of Us. Um, I still want to play some more Two Point Campus. I might jump in it in Sound Mind or Red Dead, see how my week goes. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do this week, but yeah, with no new releases and look, I'm, and you know, we I still haven't jumped on Saints Row yet. Um, so we'll, we'll, well, we we had been pretty flat out trying to get um, Last of Us done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we haven't with, jumped with, in. Like we don't actually have Saints Row yet. So like I'm seeing is that the reviews of it are hot poo. Um, I'm not going to wait till it's on sale and then I'll buy it for the, like, with our sweet Patreon dollars. Thank you very much, Patreon. Um, and we'll pro- play it and either enjoy it and or poop on it. And I, I can't wait for either. Because I watched Skill Up's video, his, his review. Oh. If the game is as bad as he says it is, I cannot wait to play it. <laughs> it's one of those... Because uh... like, we talked about this before. Like We're very lucky in that we... 
we get to play the games we want to play all the time. So we don't, we never have to play a bad game because we can normally go, that looks pretty bad. And then not ask for a code because we, because we kind of get to do what we want. But I, I haven't put on a, I haven't properly put on a game in a while, and you got to, you got to have some fun with Path of Titans today. Oh man! Oh, I forgot to mention at the top of the show. I played some more Disgaea Six as well, um, and I'm starting to feel the burn of it. it it's kind of crumbling under the weight of its own millions own bullshit, of mechanics, yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the story's just not pulling me through enough to deal with all the micromanagement that that, that it comes with it. Fair. Which is, a, which is a real shame. That's uh, but a shout out to Bandai for supplying me with a code for that. Ah, yeah. oh, buddy goes, it's not worth it for Saints Row, I presume. Yeah, that's a good point. But sometimes bad games can be fun. Like, I really enjoyed Friday the 13th, and at its core, it was a horrible game. <laughs> Look, I, uh, I platinum. But damn all me, the did I have some fun on it. I platinum all the Paw Patrol games, all right? They yeah. suck. I platinum the PJ Masks game. Also sucks. I did it. From, I did it with my kid, but it was fun. But uh, the game's trash. Absolute trash. Speaking of trash, we're done. Well, fucking, I just punched my new microphone. Oh yeah, I got a new boom arm by the way. I got myself the Elgato low profile. I can do this, and my, you know, mics. Uh, as as mic won't get in the way as I punch it. Dollars bold strategy, cotton. But anyways, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this show. We much appreciate you uh, for taking I don't know an hour and a bit out of your day. Listen to us nonsense. It is much, much appreciated. But Max. Well, everyone, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, over twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation podcast. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And... If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop contrast, as well as our merchandise store, podcast.com slash shop, where you buy shirts and other sort of shit without logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.